Okay, so what I'm going to talk about today, especially in the context of Tefillah, is to look a little bit at the Tefillah of Yom Kippur. And understand the side of why it's a Tefillah. What's the, what's the aspect of Tefillah, Shabbat? And this is Mitzvah Sayyim of Yom Kippur. What do I mean? We know that the Mitzvah of the Torah tells Yom Kippur is Shabbat. The mitzvah of Yom Kippur is to purify oneself from all the, one, the things one's done wrong. To find a way to the Shavu for one's affairs. So we would think that Shavu is a, a process of introspection. Which means you have to sit down and think. And think, what have we done wrong? And to think, what are we going to do about it? And to maybe understand a little bit why it's wrong. Or if we want to go a different direction. Think about uh, what's the punishment for such an avera. You might feel guilty about it. We'll be scared of it and then uh, resolve not to do it again. That's how we would, if we had to think about it, talk about what Shiva means to us. Uh, that's the kind of uh, process we would expect. But Lemaisi, that's not the way we do Shiva and Kippur. The way we do Shiva and Kippur is through Davening. It's a Chalik of Shmonesre. It's a Chalik of Shmonesre. And uh, even though, yes, there's a Mitzvah of Vidui, which means to a person to admit to Hashem what he's done wrong, but that's the tshuva. The tshuva of Yom Kippur is the vidu, which we say five times over, or maybe ten times over the course of Yom Kippur. So, why is that the way that we do tshuva in Yom Kippur? In other words, what's the significance of tshuva through tefillah? Of speaking out our tshuva. The Rambam famously holds that the mitzvah deraisa isn't the mitzvah of tshuva, the Rambam writes at the beginning of the Shiva, the mitzvah deraisa is the mitzvah to do vidui. But if you look carefully, what does vidui mean? The Rambam writes, vidui means to say to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is what I've done wrong, and I'm, 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 I'm mischaret, and I won't do it again. Which means all the other factors which we put into the process of Shiva, uh, the person regrets it, and the person resolves it again, the Rambam makes part of the vidui. The Rambam makes part of the vidui. And we say that it's part of our vidui too. We say in Avedui, number one, the admission that we were wrong, Chatanu. Uh, we just specify what we did wrong. That we say we regret it because we didn't get anything from doing it. And then we finish the video with the request, help us not to do this again. I shouldn't do it again. So why is the, the whole process of Tshuva, the Atsem, done through Tshuva as opposed to through our thinking about it ourselves, through a process of maybe self-examination or meditation or any other way you want to use to think about things yourself. Why is the Dafka Tfila related to topic? And the aside is like this. The aside is that there's something different about the Tshiva of Yom Kippur to, let's say, the regular Chiv of doing Tshiva. And that's why it has a different expression. And to understand this is in, in, like intrinsic part of Yom Kippur. The Torah doesn't say do Tshiva. The Torah says Titharu. Titharu. Which means become pure. And so the twist. What's the concept of Titharu? Uh, what is the concept of Titharu? What's the concept of becoming purified, purifying oneself, as opposed to doing Tshuva? In other words, what's, what's, what's special about this concept of Ayayim Azeh Yom Kippur? Presents the opportunity for Tara. 
Someone is done with a Chazal, which is a very seemingly strange Chazal to Midrash and Pashas Pinchas. But if you understand what Chazal is saying, then it really shows us very clearly what the what the is unique about Yom Kippur. And the Chazal says it was a marshal to a king who was walking through the neighborhood where his servants stayed, and he saw that the chatzeris of his servants were, were full of litter. Everyone had piled of garbage in their in their gardens, in their in their lawns, the yards. And the king wasn't happy about that. So he made a decree that everyone has to clear their yard, everyone has to clean up their gardens. What everyone did. So they took all the stuff of the garden through the street. And every is now everyone's cleared their garden, but now the street's piled out with garbage. So the king comes back to inspect and he sees that the street is full of all the accumulated uh, garbage from everyone's yards. But he sees that the yards are clean. And what's, the, what's his reaction? This is the surprising part. It says in He was very happy about that because he said, Now the hums of my servants are clean. So it's a bit of a weird midrash and a strange marshal. What, what, what are Chazal trying to say? So let's talk a little bit about uh, the Torah and Nistar first. When a person does something wrong, it's not just a strike against him, like a demerit point for not for doing the wrong thing. But he's created something, and the Gemara tells us already. The Gemara says that everything a person does positively creates a malach, which means a positive spiritual force, and anything a person does negatively creates a shade, which is a negative spiritual force. And therefore, the 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 fact, the reality of what a person does or says, is that it's it's creative. It's creative. And now there is this being which exists, the spiritual energy which exists based on what the person did. Is that spiritual energy except the person? Very much. Very much. Uh, now, if we're talking about a negative spiritual energy, let's talk about that first. Be'etzem, the way Chazal describes it, the Chazal describes it, is it's like a weed which sucks nutrients from the parent plant. A weed which sucks nutrients from the parent plant, like latch on the plant and sucks its nutrients, so the plant gets less of what it's, uh, itself is meant to get. Same thing, very often a person was meant to get a certain amount of bracha, a certain amount of life, a certain amount of shefa, and he gets less because, not that Hashem gave him less, but because the amount of avarius which are all drawing from, so to speak, his supply, are dealing with a very limited amount. So that, that's the reality of in spiritual, in spiritual terms of what happens when that person does Navarra. And if that's the case, really what Shiva means is a person is going to destroy that spiritual force that he created. And there's a process of how one does that, there's a process of how one destroys the spiritual force I created with what I did wrong. And until I've done that, then I'm still responsible for it. It's still there, and it still exists, and it's still so to speak, sapping my what's my bracha, what's meant to come to me because it's, it's attached to me. That's what the Gemara says in brachas also, and the Gemara says that uh, a person can take uh, on the bus a grain with kel begrainim v'cheref yifias biyadom. That uh, the tefillah the person says is like a cheref yifias, like a two-edged sword, which can be used. And the Gemara says that to kill the mazikim. That's the mazikim a person created for himself. But a person that's wrong, he's created these negative spiritual things, he's created this force which takes away from him. 
And now what a person does is a full shiva is to destroy that. Which is a big process. Especially if we're talking about every avera which a person did as creating another one. So there could be there could be thousands or tens of thousands of shadim, of negative spiritual forces which are attached to a person and it's all thanks to his own doing. Which then, if he wants to do a full job, he has to go about destroying them, taking them away. That's the normal process of Shiva. On Yom Kippur, there's a different element of Shiva. The Talmud Vayaratz is in, he explains the Minas Rachamim, and he says, well, Hashem offers on Yom Kippur is another, another option. And that is the option of the Tyra. Tyra means, and uh, the concept of becoming pure from something, doesn't necessarily mean that that thing doesn't exist anymore. If I touch a dead chariot, so I'm telling you, the Tyra process is detach from it and make it so pure. It will still be there. But as long as I'm not attached to it anymore, I'm no longer Tommy from it. And like any other tumor as well. T- 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 becoming tar-, tar doesn't mean I have to destroy the source of tumor. I just have to leave it alone. If a person has a share, it's biyadoi, so then he'll always be tummy. If a person throws the shares out of his hands, so then I can become tar, because it might still be there, but he's not holding on to it anymore. It's no longer touching him. What Hashem offers in your kippah, and this is especially in this time, is a critical point to understand, is tara, which means even if it's not possible to do a complete tshuva on your kippah, to the extent that you've destroyed the aver, but there's a special opportunity you have to detach from the averis. Normally the Gemara says the Vedazara, the averis a person dies, are curious where they're tied to him. So he's stuck with them, they're connected to him. They're like a leech which is sucking from him. And the Karech of Yom Kippur is the Tzara Ischan. You can detach yourself from his averis. They'll still be there. They'll still be there. But they won't be attached to you. And if you can become pure. What are the ramifications of it still being? I'll talk about that in a minute. And if you understand that, you said, now we go back to the Chazal, we understand exactly what Chazal is trying to say. When we're thinking about the marshal of the king who saw that the yards, the lawns, the gardens of his servants were strewn with all kinds of debris, all kinds of garbage. So the etzim is, that the name is to people who've done all kinds of avarice. And what Hashem wants, the person should clean up, clean up the house. Get rid of all of this. But they exist. So two ways a person could get rid of the garbage. The one would be someone to distract. That's a bigger process. The other way is, throw out of your house. And then it's no longer in my garden. So it might still be there. It's, it's clearing up the street, but it's out of my house. And that's the marshal that Chazal gave for Yom Kippur. What Hashem is offering us the option of Yom Kippur is, even if we aren't able to destroy the Averis, but at least detach from them. At least detach from them. No, very good. This is the question. Now, why does it help? It's still there. Why does it help to detach? So the answer is, and that is that Hashem, if you can say, Kibayachal had to give us Yom Kippur. Why? Because the Maisa, by doing a Vera, we've got ourselves into a situation where we're stuck. Why? Because once we're, we've lost our connection to Ruchnius, our Shefa of Bracha, because the more Averas do, the more it's taken away from us, the less we're able to start again. We're, we're already losing a lot of our, what we're meant to get. We're already losing a lot of our connection. We're already holding in the press where we're being dragged down or tied down by all the various we've done. So, just, uh, because they all exist, and everything we're meant to get, we, we have to... No, no, spiritually. 
spiritually, there's a certain amount of kedusha or life that Hashem gives a person. But now every very does is a living thing also in a spiritual sense, and it's taking away from that. So the person has much less. The person has much less. And not only that, the various creates a distance between him and Hashem. Now there's a, there's a more of a barrier between them. So now to start again is really to fight a battle where my hands are tied behind me. You want me to start again when I've already tied myself to all the things that I've done wrong? And now it's like it's a much harder fight to fight. I'm now already trapped in the, in the results of the various I've done. And that's why Hashem has to offer a potential to, to give a person a chance to start again without all of that. But it's a reality. It's a matthias. They exist. It's not just a figure of speech. Averis exist. And Averis attach themselves to a person. It's like the, if you have to give a marshal. It's the dogma. Each time a person does something wrong, so now he, they, they put another five pound weight on him. And now he's like dragged down. It's now run. Try change. But I'm dragged down by hundreds of kilos. How am I going to move? That's the atom what the matter spiritually what a person is in when he's done too many Averis. So how's he meant to change? How do you want him to get better? The, the cumulative effect of what he's done is just putting him back. And that's why Hashem offers an opportunity. And the Averis will still be there. But you have a chance to detach from them. You have a chance to detach from them. And if you detach from them, now you're not being held back. You're not fettered anymore. Now you can, now, now you can do things without, that, without having those Averis as a yoke around your neck. And then it's realistic that a person can try to get better. Because now you're giving me the chance to try again without the, dealing with the effects of everything I've done wrong until now. That's a Koyach of Yom Kippur. It's a once-year thing. The point of Yom Kippur is Tara. Yom Kippur is Tara, and that is it gives you the opportunity to detach from everything you've done so you can start again. Because otherwise you wouldn't be able to start again. You have to first deal with it. It doesn't affect you. The various exist, but they aren't stopping you growing. How? How does this thing work? How does it happen? Meaning it sounded like you're saying the mere fact that they exist broke right. you down because you're the one that created them. Right, because they need to live. They're existing. They're spiritual forces and they're cycling me. So what Hashem does is Hashem takes them, so to speak, off you. He'll give them, he'll take care of them on his own. They aren't taken away from you. So that way, they'll leave you alone. The Hashem is feeding them. The Hashem is feeding them. Exactly the Hashem uses. The Yom Kippur, yeah, yeah. No, 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 the Yom Kippur. And it's a Koyach of Yom Kippur to give a person the chance to, uh, to give a person the chance to try to get better. Now. Sorry? We don't mean that we should, Hashem should help us get to that stage of Tyre. We aren't affected by these things. No, a terribly bad is Amidus. So you want to get to a stage where you aren't affected by Amidus either. That's not, that's a much bigger job. Now we're talking about Tyra from actions we've done. How does dealing with our various at that point work? Meaning, okay, so now I'm, I'm distanced from them. That allows me to grow in a certain sense, but I still have that you know, pile of garbage out in front of my house. So I'll, I'll explain. Now, what's the point of that? Like we said, it gives me the chance to start again. And once I started again, then I can grow. That doesn't mean that various are forgotten about. The various are still there. Except they aren't impeding you. And if at some stage a person still has to do a full chiva, the various haven't disappeared, they've just been detached from you. So at some stage a person still has to do chiva for them properly. But the, the, the mailer or the benefit of the system is that it gives a person the chance to start without having to first deal with the negative that he's got himself into. With. Now, Rabbi Yenner, that's the same thing you said at chiva. Rabbi Yenner, so when a person decides that he wants to do chiva, 
Yashlich me'olav is kolach anonez v'shalsa. You should imagine that he has no avaris. V'yarsi etzma ki'ilu hayoyim noilat. And you should think of it that I was born today, it's a new start. And therefore, whatever happened in the past, I'm going to imagine it doesn't exist. I'm starting Kiilu, today is a new day. And then Rabbi Yenit says, and he made it. Now a person starting again, he'll try harder. And then a few paragraphs later, he says, and now he says, to go back and do tshuva and the things he did wrong beforehand. And therefore, it's not a full, it's not the full process of dealing with that area. That sounds more, I mean, why is he saying pretend? It sounds like what Rabbi just said was that. He wanted to chew, right? So there's just enough room for Kedusha because we've been way down by the Tumah of the Because Rabbi so, is not talking on Yom Kippur. What? Rabbi Yen is not talking on Yom Kippur. So Rabbi Yen says, if a person feels, how can I do Chuvah? I've done so much bad, and how can I ever change? So you should at least think. Think, either you could start again. It's still on the street. I mean, you're, that's more psychological. That, like, oh, it's not, but it is there. It's is still there? on the street. It's still there. And so Rabbi Yen himself says, you're still going to have to come back and do Chuvah for it. But don't start with that. He says, first start thinking that I'm going to start, start doing the right thing. It sounds very psychological, not very Rabbi Yen is talking like that because he's talking about a person who's meant to think. On Yom Kippur, it's what's actually happening. And therefore, it's not what a person's thinking, that's what's actually happening. The tire of Yom Kippur is, you have, you're given the opportunity to start again. So now the verse aren't going to affect you, work without them. So it won't affect you on the, on the emotional plane or the... Or the spiritual plane, which is the more important one. Mixed up the order, we should do the 10 days of Tshuva after you have before according to this. Um, no. The, we're going to, the next point. Says Rabbi Yenna, Tshuva. What's the point of a Sarah Tshuva? Listen to what he says. It's a preparation for Tshuva too. And the point of Sarah Tshuva is for a person to arouse himself, to wake himself up. So that on your kip, he'll be able to retire himself. Now, oh, so now the obvious question is, I was always a step ahead of me, why you have to work? That's a very obvious thing. And of course I want to retire myself. So why, why, do, why does it need preparation? Why does it need preparation? So, Rabbi Yen explains the Pasuk. He says, that Hashem says, Hashem is going to retire you. And then he says, Lifnei Hashem Titaru. Well, if Hashem is, what do you have to do? If Hashem says, I'm going to retire you, then what's the instruction to people? If Hashem titoro. In front of Hashem, you have to retire yourselves. And the answer is, the answer is, I have to decide what to detach from. It's very simple. Hashem is willing to give me the opposite, so to speak, the key to, to, de- to unlock whatever Avera it is. But I have to decide, this is an Avera I want to detach from. Which means, those things that a person wants to keep doing, or those things a person doesn't realize are wrong, or those things that a person thinks, well, what's the problem? Why can't I do what I've done until now? So he's not asking to detach from that. He's happy to stay with it. And therefore, the process before it has to be that I'm deciding what I want to do to detach from. And therefore, the avoid of a series which is what the whole Shalashishya of Shalashishya is, go through what you're doing and think, is this right? Is this wrong? Is this something I should be doing or shouldn't be doing? And then I have to think, myself, these are things that I think are wrong. These are things I want to st- that, I, that I want to stop doing at some stage I'm going to work on it and therefore Hashem limitate me from that whereas those things I think I'm doing are good and I want to keep doing because I'm mistaken because the answer is too strong because I never realized so I didn't ask to be detached from that and that's the biggest side coming back to what we said before we began by asking what's the tefillah aspect of Yom Kippur the answer is a full tshuva a person can do by himself that a person is going to do a proper charata 
we're coming to the realization that it's wrong, a full cheshmer nefesh, a full, a, a, a complete uh, decision not to do it again, then a person can do it on their own. A full tshuva person can do it on their own. But if you need Hashem to detach a virus, you need Him to help you. Then that's the principle of lechaper aleichem. Then uh, Hashem is to, so to speak, take us the virus because He's not taking over them. So He has to take them away from you. And that's but that's what it requires of us is what we're going to ask to be taken away from. That's the lifnei Hashem b'taru. It's a process of tefillah. We're asking Hashem, Hashem, please take this away from us. We don't want to be doing that. Please take this away from us. We don't think it's the right thing. And that's why the avoid of Yom Kippur is an avoid of going through what we're doing and thinking point by point. This isn't something we're proud of. This isn't something we wanted to do. This isn't something we want to do again. And therefore, be metairus. Detach us from it. So it's Hashem giving us the back of mind. Sh- we could just do we should If we would be able today, to do a full tshuva on everything before Yom Kippur, that's even better. We should do that. No. Because there's all, and everybody has points where they where they want to change and they aren't able to yet. It's a process. Everyone. Everybody, everybody, even the Vilnagan, when they asked the Vilnagan which areas he was doing tshuva for, Erev Kippur, so he said, "I have many seconds of little territory was that year." Now, of course, he didn't want to do it again, but it's a, there's a certain level of where a person's holding, or a person who would like to be holding, because uh, I want to get there. So what I can do a tshuva shleiman. And Shavashlema means that I've, I'm at the stage where I'm not going to be next on that again. Great, do the Shavashlema. And when I'm not holding my Shavashlema, then Hashem at least detach me from the Avera until I get there, so it's not going to affect me. That needs Tvila. We're asking Hashem to help us. And we say this in the Ila also. Hashem is Poshet Yad. What's the idea of a Poshet Yad? Think about it. If someone's stuck. You pull him out and you pull him out. Whoever was stuck is left behind. Right? If you're stuck in the quicksand, you're stuck in the mud, you're stuck in the water, whatever it's going to be. You're reaching out to extract him from wherever he was in. Wherever he was in, he's, like, he's out, but wherever he's in, is still there. And that's exactly the process of Yom Kippur. Hashem is Poshet Yad. And uh, wherever, you, wherever Averis you were stuck in, wherever spiritual mar- like, quagmire you got yourself uh, trapped by, Hashem will pull you out of that. But it's still there. It'll still there. At some stage, a person has to deal with it. That's a person's individual Averis of Trevor. The avoid of the Tfilah of Yom Kippur is what you're asking Hashem to do for us. And that is what you, what you want to be detached from. And even your kippah, if a person says, no, no, I want to be doing this area. It's something I, I can't imagine giving up on. You aren't asking to be released from it, and you're going to get stuck with that. The Gemara famously says, a person is eating in your kippah. Is your kippah mechaper on him? So it's... <laughs> he, he yourself show you don't want it. He yourself show you that it's ayin mechaper, ayin mechaper. You show that you don't want to leave this area. So then what do you want, what do you want your kippah to do for you? And that's the same you said over here. Hashem is prepared to the chaper aleichem and tarischem. If it's only if you Hashem to Torah, if you're going to come and give Hashem the list, these are the things I want to be Torah for, and that's that filler. The avidu which say again and again and again in Kippur is the list of the things which we say Hashem. These are things we would be rather not doing. I'm just going to finish one point because we often ask the question. So what? I just said, that's a full chiva. That's all. That's enough. And we on to the next thing already. Where, where are all the stages? Where's the Kharatza? Where's the Kabbalah? And the answer is, you're right, it's not a full Shiva. It's at least the stage of, it's something I don't want to be doing. It's something I want to disconnect from. And then that, that helps Yom Kippur. It helps Yom Kippur, it detaches me. Real Shiva is the whole year long. The whole year long. And uh, the Vilnagan writes that. And the Pazak, Shisha Chadashim, Shem, and Amav, Shisha Chadashim, Psalmim, there's two parts of Shiva, and it takes the whole year. But at least that I've started the process. I'm now no longer trapped by the Avera I'm trying to, get, to, get, to, to destroy. But I'm still being trapped by that Avera. It's much harder to deal with him. But I'm no longer trapped by him. It's much easier for me to deal with
it's not even a full aziva sechet. It's even less than that. A full aziva sechet, the army says that if I, I know that if, if I come to the option again, I will for sure not do it. But I'm not holding by that yet. I'm saying, I don't want to do it. I'm not in the matzav. Right now I'm standing in the shul with my kettle on. I'm not standing in the place where I'm going to be near But now I can say to Hashem, I don't want to do it. So I will try not to. But right now I'm holding the place. Don't hold it against me. I don't want to be doing it. Okay, so that's the that's what the, the story wanted to speak about. Now, that's why there's a certain feeling that a person gets uh, again, got him right. At the end of Yom Kippur, a person feels like Kilo, there's a new start. And it's meant to be like that. Hashem takes all the various away from you. Now, that's, a real you aunt, sorry? that's a real feeling of spirituality? It's meant, a person's meant to feel like that. Uh, it's, and it's brought that uh, when the Kippur ends, a person feels a certain sense of relief, a certain sense of that shows Hashem was Makabal the Tvela. Hopefully not. It's meant to be from. Hopefully not. It's meant to be from. You feel good. It's meant to be. Seeing a shul is a, is a, is a, is a work in itself. You're right. And it's meant to be a feeling of, like, like you feel that you're released. You feel that you're free. You feel you're given a new chance. That's Taka, because Brokha's Makabal, that's the tire we're looking for.